guys, welcome back to the Orange Scouts Podcast. I'm your resident nerd, Colin. And I'm your resident dweeb, Sam. Oh! <sighs> I, if you look at his neck, you can see a vein popping out. But what? Th- that's not even the topic for today. God will, that's next week. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, tune in next week for werewolves and <laughs> other news. Sam, start us off for this great it seems so, Halloween so, episode of the Orange seems Couch. That for the entire month of October, we're just going to go ahead and start with the Crypto Corner, and I'm perfectly fine with that because I think the Crypto Corner is the best segment on the podcast. But anyway, <laughs> this week's Crypto Corner is, in fact, vampires. Vampires. I must go suck your blood. One <laughs> bat, two bat. What? The count. From I'm sorry, Street. I didn't have anything else. Y'all don't have anything y'all want to count? No, I'm pretty good. Sam, I'm not into math. Hit us with hard-hitting facts about vampires. The only thing I have written down for vampires is Team Edward. <sighs> Sam, <Just wait> we, <laughs> we, we, we specifically said we weren't talking about Twilight during this vampire. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm the sorry. first thing you do is drop a Twilight reference. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, vampires. I mean, have, you seen, over? have you seen Hotel Transylvania? I mean, uh, I think that's no. oh, my okay. oh my God, Sam. I think that's listen, okay, good. so listen, guys. Vampires started off with a man named Vlad the Impaler. Really? Did you know that, Sam? No, I did not. Vlad the Impaler was a man who lived in Transylvania. Hotel. He was a conqueror. He was a, a madman, driven mad by war. A sweaty tooth madman. And you know, some would say he liked conquering land. And what he would do to his enemies is he would take over their armies and he would impale them on giant staffs made of wood, like uh-huh. uh what do they call those stakes? Giant wooden stakes. Yes. He would impale them on them. And so all the rumors started to spread that he was immortal because he would drink the blood of his enemies. And that's where vampires kind of started up from. Did Thank you, you know that, Colin? That the guy who wrote Dracula, Bram Stoker, was actually the business manager for the Lyceum Theater in London, and he wrote novels on the side. Isn't that wow. cool? Wow, that was his side job. Was I write novels on the side? Well, so like Bram Stoker, 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 or like is that the what's which one's the tobacco? I don't know. Stokes. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. So uh, <laughs> so he wrote the book, Dracula, and that's where a lot of your, um, like, your average, like, vampiric like movies have garlic. come from. Like, yeah. they, they are just humans who are immortal because their soul has been overtaken by hell or Satan or their soul has been damned and they are immortal to this world and they have to drink blood to survive, have sharp teeth. Sometimes they can turn into bats. They can can't talk, see themselves can we, in mirrors. Can we talk you about can't how come in unless they're invited? Right. Can we talk about how badly it must suck that you have to drink blood to live? Suck. <laughs> Get it? Because I gotta <laughs> suck your blood. I, I bet it's the worst. Because like knowing me and Colin can attest to this, I'm very, I'm very non-confrontational, and I to confront someone to tell them I'm about to, I'm about to bite you, and I'm gonna need your blood to well, live. Just do it while they're asleep. No, I don't say I would feel well, bad. Sam, you're grossed out by most things. I don't think you would even I know, come I think close I would to just that. Die. As many bloodborne away if he as was many a, bloodborne pathogens as there are rolling around these days, I don't think Sam would survive as a vampire. That's true. And you know, 
not all bloods are going to be created equal. You know, it's like some people are going to be a steak. Some people are going to be like a McDonald's cheeseburger. I don't even know what kind of blood type I am. Do y'all? Do you think mean people taste worse or better? Who? I'm just. I'm thinking it's like a A A B. Yeah, that's B, what it, it would o, be. It would be like o, o negative. Thing. O negative. Is that the most common? I don't even know. Y'all, I, I'm gonna be honest. I know nothing about blood. I'm pretty sure O negative is, is the most common, and I'm sure that's like your standard, like Big Mac. Like I don't like, even know what type of blood I have. I don't have. know that I agree because, like, just because uh, these certain types of Chickens are the same. Doesn't mean they all taste the same. But they're cooked differently. Not even if you cooked it as identically as you could possibly get, they're not going to taste exactly the same. Yeah, they are. Uh, I just think. I just think. Plus, those chickens grew up in different areas, different places. So, like you're. Yeah, still but so do all those people. I they're know, eating different like, things. I think it has to do with what people are eating more than what kind of blood. Well, they I see all that. Have. Yeah, that makes sense. Or it's like, kind of like how people smell. Oh, yeah, it's like what they. I eat. bet their gut bacteria changes their. You guys, everything in uh, the world of uh, fitness and health these days is about your gut bacteria. So if you want to have tasty blood, you got to get those in check. I have no clue well, what you're talking about. I don't either. Well, vampires though. probably have very good gut bacteria because they eat from a lot of different things. Mm, they're getting a good sample. I bet their mean? immune system's got to be pretty good too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, because they they're immortal. Well, they probably don't have to have an immune system because nothing's going to kill them except that wooden steak. Ha-cha! So, yeah, like, okay, so what what is it with uh, vampires? Like a wooden steak. They don't like garlic. No, I thought it was, uh, I thought a, silver, it was a type of metal. A silver bullet is no, a werewolf. A silver yeah, I know silver is werewolf, but there was something with... Oh, you're right. There's like um, like uh, like a golden cross or something. It's something okay. that... It's well, something like a crucifix will keep them away. I know, but it's like some, a specific metal, I thought. I knew, I knew, I know werewolf is silver. I just don't know what the vampire is. Well, they also is. hate sunlight. Um, oh, that's our best area of defense because there's always right. going to be some sunlight. I think a good area of defense is you have to invite them in for them to come in. Yeah, but what if you're what if you can't what if you can't get in? Like the lock on my back door's been sticking. What if he catches me before I get in? Well, you know, and <clears throat> here's another thing that I think: a lot of times in uh, in mythology or whatever you want to call it, they're very vampires, guys and girl of both varieties are seductresses or seductors, if you would want to call them. So they're not very like, let me just kill you. They're like, they're going to sneak in and catch you when you ain't expecting it. Do you want to know what is a great example of that if anybody's confused about what he's talking about? Oh, um, the littlest vampire. No, mom's got a date with a vampire. The decom. Hello. No, no, there's a really, listen. Okay, so y'all know, y'all familiar with this movie? The Little Vampire? With yeah. Jonathan Lipnicki. I've never uh-huh. heard of yes. it. Sam. <clears throat> anyway, this is a movie that came out probably early 2000s, maybe early late 90s. Maybe late 90s. So um, this this little boy and his family moved to Scotland, maybe? And there's like a family of vampires there, and he becomes friends with their son. And they drink cow's blood, so all the cows turn into vampires at one point. And it's a funny movie. But anyway, there's a part in the movie where... The vampire couple of the little vampire show up at Jonathan Lipnicki's house and seduce Jonathan Lipnicki's parents in order to like get them to safety. So like that's a that's a movie you can go watch. And I'll be honest, guys, what does that have to do with them being seductive? They seduce his parent. Watch the scene. I'm telling you, it's very creepy. I don't. You know, as someone 
who is a vampire. I don't tend to oh seduce no. people. Sam is not a vampire. I, I don't know I why am a vampire. He just says it because he's pasty and hides from the sun. <laughs> he's the pasty prince of Arlington. <laughs> hides <laughs> up in his house. No, I'm not a vampire. Bring me my string cheese, peasants. <laughs> <laughs> okay, That's Colin, I don't, need you, to be, I don't need you to be mocking me. Just because there's eight wrappers of string cheese in front of me, I don't care. Is it eight? I yes. No, I it think was a lot of string me, cheese. This boy's eating eight sticks of string right, cheese right now. One, one, two, two, two three, three, four. four. Oh, it's five. It's, it's only five. five. Come on, I've done better than that. I'm pretty sure that you've already gotten rid of some But y'all, seriously, let's be honest. Like Vampires have some of the... Like best like movies. Oh like I think vampires of the of the monsters around Halloween are definitely like they've got the, good sexiest. Cinema. They've got like they're dark and broody, but they're not like like a werewolf's gonna smell right. bad. I don't think a witch is gonna have warts. I don't know if they're the sexiest. I what are the sexiest, Sam? I don't know. Oh. Uh, have you, okay, so oh. another thing that I was gonna talk about. Have y'all ever heard of the show called What We Do in the Shadows? I have heard of it. Okay, so this is a show about <laughs> vampires who've been living for hundreds of years, and they live in an apartment <laughs> in, I think, New Zealand, and they just, like, hang out, and they try, they're trying to, like, make friends with people and have this big Halloween party, um, and it's, like, a limited series. It only lasted for, like, one season or two seasons, I think. But y'all, this is some of the funniest stuff. Like it's uh, it was directed and uh, kind of written by Taika Waititi, who directed Thor Ragnarok, and he's got a lot of good comedic material. But it's also got um, Jermaine Clemens of uh, Flight of the Concords fame, and it's a very very funny series. And it's it's what about what about it's ghosts? all about vampires. Ghosts can be sexy, right? N- no. Uh, yeah, they can be. Well, I mean that no. woman did marry one. Well, he was... I, I, I don't think this nah. is a dispute. I think vampires are sexier than ghosts. Oh, okay, guys, I found a list of ways to combat vampires, and we might need to um, we might need to stock up on some of these things since we're getting closer to October 31st. So, obviously, we've got garlic, because that odor sends them flying. Oh, Wailing. Me I too. That I, also. Hate, I hate the taste of garlic. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I don't hate Even it, but like, I thing? really don't like it. Oh man, I'm not. I realize I'm not helping my case in here right here now. Um, sunlight and mirrors. Yeah, they can't see themselves in mirrors. Ha ha! That will betray them. You guys can see yourselves in mirrors. Shut and up, then, Sam. Um, crucifixes and holy water. Well, I like those. I don't have any of those so on on hand. Um, a stake through the heart. Well, that would kill anybody. How do you like your stakes? Well, that's. Uh, I like mine medium. I'm glad you caught on. I got medium rare. I eat my steaks rare, so maybe I'm more of a vampire. Okay, now this is. one, this one, they utilized in Twilight for sure. The decapitate and burn situation. Oh yeah. Hey, listen, man. If you're gonna get rid of the vampire in your neighborhood, also when you gather the angry mob, you know you need to have the talk about. Listen, guys, when we do stick this guy in the chest with a steak, somebody's gonna have off. to rip that head off, and we're gonna have to burn this body. Because there's no, I mean, they'll just come right back because they're immortal. Yeah, that's because when all the um, hysteria wears off and you realize you just killed a human, you don't have any evidence <laughs> to tie you to <laughs> it. That, that's probably why they did. That's probably why they did that to witches too. 
Well, they, they, I mean, they didn't even, they didn't try to stab witches. They just uh-huh. tied them they to just, a pole and listen, burned man. them. Poor that's, girls, that, man. That, that, that's for next week. Yeah, they really brewing witches, man. So y'all want to know another good movie about vampires? Well, you can't just make a list of good yeah, movies but, yeah, here, but listen, Colin. Okay, listen, my argument is there are really good movies. Y'all ever seen The Lost Boys? Oh, I have not. God. Listen, I have, y'all, I have that's a, a good I have, movie. I have memories of with that movie. Not, not that I've seen it, but one day Tori brought it home, and uh, my mom was like, "What? What? what is this? Tori was like, it's just a movie. And you know, the usual mother-daughter. This is a bad movie. Oh come argument. on, Miss Susan, that's and a good movie. Anyway, anyway, so uh, Mama was like, "I don't want you watching this." Obviously, I mean, it's vampires or whatever it sure. is. I've never seen it. And then I had so I, being the little kid I was, I was like, "Okay, if Mama don't want Tori to watch it, I don't want Tori to get in trouble." So I hid it. <laughs> I hid it, and then Tori couldn't find it. And Tori got, I, I, if I remember correctly, Tori got mad at me. Then Mama got mad at her for getting mad at me. And then Mama found out why she was <laughs> mad at me. And it was over that movie. And then everybody was just mad at everybody. And it, it was just call, it caused a ruckus in the in the Askew household. I, I'm, that that is such a vivid memory for me as a kid. I don't know if they're gonna remember that because it might have been a little for them, but it was big, it was big for me. Well, it was a really good movie. It's got um, who are the two Corys? Corey Feldman and Corey Haim. Haim. Corey Haim was in it too. And maybe Keith for Sutherland. It was. It was Keith for Sutherland. And uh, so they're like, they're like uh they're like vampires on like the Santa Monica Pier, but but it follows a lot of what we talked about about like you know because the main guy who ends up being like the leader of the vampires like he like makes the kid's mom like invite him in and like at his house he's got a hellhound guard in his house. And that's like another. That was another thing that we kind of missed was like. A lot of people think that like vampires when they live like in a in a house or in a certain area is that they have like a hellhound that guards the area. Why do you think that that they're always depicted living in like dark gloomy castles? You know? Because I mean like if they're the staying listen, Yeah, but they're staying inside either way. You know what I'm saying? So like if you're staying inside the, during the day anyway. It's just the aesthetic. Like a vampire I mean, a vampire's not gonna live in like a uh, like uh, I don't know. I'm trying. I was trying to think of something funny to say. It was like a house, but like yeah, nothing. I'm came just out. saying. Like, why can't a vampire like live in the city and be clubbing at night? I mean, I'm sure there's some depiction of that. Yeah. But, but like, but you're you're just saying like traditional or like freaking a. In Alaska, there's there's not any sun half the time. So go live there for the six months that it's dark. Well, maybe that's where they all are. Oh my gosh. A vampire in an igloo. That's all I'm saying. That would be kind of well. I guess they don't have a blood temperature, so they can't just be cold. Well, they, w- cold. they would have no source of blood. Igloos don't get cold anyway. Ain't nobody living in igloo. I mean, ain't nobody live up there cold enough to igloo. <laughs> that makes that's what? Ain't Are nobody living up there cold enough to igloo. <laughs> ain't <laughs> nobody living up there cold enough to igloo. Ain't nobody living up there cold enough to, to igloo. igloo. I just had a stroke. No, can we get that Doesn't on become a regular thing. When they, when that needs to be on a t-shirt. <laughs> anyway, no, I was saying not enough people. There's not enough population there to maintain their thirst. Maybe that's why polar bears but are going extinct. They're, yeah, they're good. Oh they could do animals. It's like the ain't the, nobody up there going up yeah. to eagle. <laughs> yeah, they they go for the animals, man. Oh no! Oh man! Oh, man. oh well, boy! So do you? Okay, so here's my thing. Like we always talk about with the crypto corner. 
Do you think they're real? <sighs> this has got to be one that I say no. Really? Whoa, this is your first no. This is the first no that I've said. I don't think there's anybody out there that needs the blood of another human to survive. Well, technically, they're not another human. A vampire's not human. A vampire was a human, but it's not now. I don't think there is a living humanoid creature with human-type thoughts that needs human blood Blood to survive. The face he's making right now, guys, makes me really want to punch him in the face. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised I missed your forehead. You know, I want since it's so big. <laughs> to be honest, I kind of want to be like, yeah, I do kind of believe. in I don't these. even know that you threw something at me. <laughs> I threw a water bottle at him. Can Go I, again, can Colin. Go ahead, come again, Colin. What I was trying to say is, I want to believe in this, but then again, I don't. I don't. I think it's fun to imagine. Definitely, still want to see some creative. Um, plays on this in maybe some film or television. Um, but again, not, I don't really believe in this. But, but we do, Will might change your mind. Because we do know Will's that there some, are people. Will's got some facts out here for us that might just blow you away. If they, they're going to blow your mind just as much as they blew our minds. Shut up! We do know. We're about that to rock your we world. Don't necessarily believe that they're vampires. There are definitely people in our world who believe that they are vampires, which brings us to our drink of the week, Ugh. which is wait, no, that made it sound like I got punched. Can Ugh. we do it again? Okay, yeah, do it again. Kink of the week, <laughs> <laughs> which is the sound you would be making if you followed up on this next kink, guys, because it's hematolognia, which is also known as vampire syndrome which is a sexual interest in blood or the desire to drink blood sensually. So let me be the first to say, that's disgusting. (laughs) Says the one who's been trying to tell us all that he's been a vampire this whole time. I never said... I never said it's about no. Let me just drop this truth on you right now. Sam, no. Let me drop this truth. I'm to drop it on you. You know, Sam just has been saying this whole time that he's a vampire and everything that vampires are align with him. But now the one thing that is imperative to define you as a vampire, which is drinking blood. He thinks is disgusting. So, folks, here is your hard evidence. What's behind the facade? Sam is not. Hey, What's behind the facade? You better watch your neck, boy. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so, uh, we, we don't want to fake you out here. We watched a documentary before we got on this podcast. One of those quick three-minute documentaries. Three-minute documentary, also known as a YouTube video, <laughs> also known as a clip from an MTV reality no, show. No, it was WeTV. WeTV, not it MTV. It doesn't matter. So, what I will say is we are now experts on... The what is now known as the Vampire Societies of America. We have our PhD in vampire and vampire studies. So listen, guys, these people, <laughs> these people, these people. Now listen. Well, first of all, they gets you, if this gets your gears grinding, then go ahead, do what you want to do. Well, wait, and we should also say if you are listening to our podcast and you consider yourself a vampire. <laughs> 
please DM us because we would love God, to talk to talk you. To but us. also, if I see you on my porch, you're going down, clown, because I'm not. You're not drinking my blood. That's all and I'm saying. And if I see you in, in public, forgive me if I suddenly just cover my neck with my hands. Yeah, well, none of us want to be donors. So and if we're, you are we're not a trying vampire, to make we you mad. We're not that. trying to make you mad. Yeah, we're like, just. We're we don't want to you to understand. come after our necks. We just. So here's what the video entailed, guys. It is a husband and wife duo. Both vampires, Both vampires from Austin, Texas, and they are the king and the queen of their Austin Coven vampire, vampire chapter of Austin. Wow. So they, <laughs> I can't hold on. So this man and his wife have a donor girlfriend who comes over once a month so that they can drink her blood. Now they, they she pricks her finger, and they drink her blood. And it was very in a sexual manner. It was not like a... Yeah, he's like kissing her and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like... And his girlfriend's his girl- like, I got to get out no, of no, here. No, no, his wife yeah, had to me, get out wife. of there because he was getting a little too frisky with his girlfriend and her blood. And then the the donor girlfriend like different- waved at her as she was walking out. And I was like, oh, no, there that is, just, that there just is drama a, in a, the a, vampire chapter of Austin. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a clearer definition of bloodlust here because like <laughs> he was yeah. going for it. And so, basically, what she was explaining is her and her boyfriend had been vampires since puberty, and that the term is that you are awakened to realize that you are a vampire. So, she says people are commonly awakened around puberty, and that once that happens, you just have this ravaging thirst for blood. And she says... Wait, let me tell tell the high school story. well, Well, she says... Before you tell the high school story, this is the quote that I wrote down in my notebook that I thought was just insane, is that she says she doesn't like the taste of blood, and it's not fun, but she says, she d- she says I quote, I do it because I have to, end quote. She said, okay, she said, that she, said she awakened, she was in class, in English class, I think is what she said, and she got this intense thirst. And this is, she must be in high school, she said it was, like you're around puberty, maybe middle school, I don't know. And uh, she said she got this intense thirst, and so she walked out of class, and she went to a water fountain, and she just started gulping water down, and it didn't do anything for her. So her, she talked to her friend who was helping her through her awakening right. and said, what is happening? And her friend said, oh, you're, you, you're, you're a vampire. You're becoming, you need blood. Let me go get my donor or your donor. And they had... Another friend at school. Another friend at school who was willing to give their blood so that this girl and her friend could drink it. How did and they? What did they say they pulled out to get a lancet? What is is that? A lancet is is what you use to prick a finger for someone who is getting a blood measurement, like a blood sugar measurement. So, like, who has someone who like has diabetes? diabetes. And they they that little machine, the little pricker, it's the lancet. No, I I don't even like doing that to get my blood drawn. Yeah, well, that well, that I mean, that is one of the only things that comforts me about this whole situation. Is like at least they're not like hooking up an IV to somebody well, and that, just when draining they, when they blood first, out. When of they them. first said um, the word, what what is it? Lancet. Lancet. That's what I thought it was. I thought it was like a tube, and they were no. And I was like, oh god. <laughs> like, Here's let, what I'll let me say suck that blood oh like god. a straw. <laughs> so, do you suck it with a metal straw to save the turtles? <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't hesitate. To donate blood to a friend of yours who had had a bad car accident and needed it to survive. So why aren't you? Needed it to survive. If I 
needed your blood to stay alive, would you give it to me? Not not to drink it. I would not let you. It will murder. Oh, if no. you told me, just, if I'm you just glad to me. I'm just glad to know where I stand with you too. I'm just saying, if I'm you saying. came up to me and you said, "I need you to pick your finger so and I can so I can it. so I can get your blood oh. and drink it," and I'd be like, "I'm n- I quit the orange couch. I'm done. I'm gonna go away. I'm gonna move away. And never come back." Golly, and I mean. Whatever makes you comfortable, whatever. What they tell but the like, teacher? They all three went to the bathroom, and one girl comes back and she's got a band aid on her finger. She comes back and she's like wiping blood yeah, off the corner I mean, of her mouth. They, what did they tell the teacher? Uh, Excuse me, ma'am. I need to go get my bloodthirst out of me for this month. <laughs> well, no, she probably just said, "Sorry, I bit my lip." Um, excuse me, teacher. Um, it's my time of the month. I have to go. Okay, drink I didn't want to bring blood. it up. I did not want to bring it up. You think she could drink her but, own blood? Well, no. Uh, it just, uh, it, I'm just saying. I didn't want to bring it up. I'm just but you've already thrown the word out there. Does I can't even say it. I can't say it. Whenever, when I, I, coming from oh, as a drinking your own blood, think I'm the me, I, do, one. I do have some experience in that because I used to get really, really bad nosebleeds when I was a kid, oh. and then the, I, and like you can't really do much. You're gonna you're gonna taste blood when that happens. Oh, yeah, and. It's not a good taste. Well, it Sometimes tastes if irony. you get like a little cut, you'll stick it yeah, in your it mouth. Yeah, it tastes like iron. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's like metal. It's Metallic. bad. It's bad. Yeah. Well, she didn't say she liked the taste of it. In fact, she explicitly said she, she, she did it also, It's she also got a smell like to it, too. Well, yeah, I don't know about smells. that. I know. I don't, it's not a good smell Can we either. also talk about the fact that, like, like, do I like to chew on scabs? Oh. I mean, that's just dried blood. Oh. Yeah. Oh, but that's oh. That's well, the, the the other thing she said that kind of struck me was that that she never claimed that they were immortal, which I found interesting. But she also said that they they it's just a person who has to constantly feed off of another human's life energy. Whether well, that's that be, just whether that be sexual or blood or like just spending time with them, which I thought was kind of strange. Well, the other thing that she said that really got me is when she was talking about their aversion to sunlight. Because in every movie that you ever <laughs> see, okay, there are two options of what happens to a vampire if they step into the sun. A, they turn into dust and smoke and they're or dead. Immediately. Or they pull Edward Cullen in Twilight and they start sparkling. Okay? Edward. Right. And this girl was like, oh, we really can't go out in sunlight. It really affects us. It blah, blah, blah. Headaches. It gives me such a bad headache. Nausea. And nausea. I'm like, girl, that's just because you sitting in the she, dark all day. Yeah, but she was pasty white, so maybe she I, did. No, like, I said it's because she's probably dehydrated. She, I mean, well, she ain't been drinking well, nothing but blood, so she don't drink enough that's water. That's once a month. Yeah, I know, but like... You gotta you drink know? more than once a month. How do you know they don't have like reserves, like jars of blood in their refrigerator? Well, here's my Can thing. you imagine if you went to somebody's house and you open their refrigerator and you're looking for like a piece of string cheese? If you refrigerate blood, it's gonna be jelly. It's gonna be like Well, maybe jelly. they like gelatin too. You know? Ooh. Well, that's, I'm just that, picturing I, it, and it looks like cranberry sauce. I don't like ooh. it. I don't like it. <laughs> oh, no, ooh. no. There's a snake that if you get bit by this snake, it turns your blood into like that consistency. Is it rattlesnake? Yeah, you, there's like, like a video where they have blood yeah. in a jar, and they put one drop of rattlesnake venom in it and spin it around, and it turns into like a little puck of gelatin. Yeah, it's like it's like a it's like cranberry sauce. Yeah, it's like gel. It's it it bounces. But what Ooh. I was gonna say is, I think that's why this hematolognia is a good like kink of the week because it sounds like something that couples or people just get a little kink out of once a month, you know. Don't say once a month. That makes it think of period blood again. <laughs> I can't help it. That's what they said on the documentary. 
Oh, man. But listen, guys, if you're out there and you're a vampire, more power to you, but just don't come for me. Well, uh, let it, can we and I'm hoping uh, that your soul is not immortally damned to hell because that I, would be and unfortunate. I, and like, if you are a vampire, don't come for us, but let us come for you because we want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, also, why are they sleeping in coffins? If they they're don't. the undead, oh no! In every movie, uh, okay, every cartoon, the they are definitely sleeping in coffins. Yeah, why do those they do are, that? that, may, that of course, they would say that that's an unrealistic. <laughs> I want to Google vampires. that. I want to Google that because, Where's like, my phone? I mean, here's the thing: is like. I guess yes, it makes sure that it protects them from sunlight. But like, if I am an immortal being that is seductive and sexual and like can fly potentially, if I can turn into a bat, et cetera, et cetera, I am not going to be living my life in the crypt in a cemetery. Imagine you're in a situation you don't want to be, be living in. like the freaking Kardashians. Imagine you're in a situation you don't want to be in. And to avoid it, all you got to do is just whoosh, and you're a bat, and you can fly away. Oh, man, that's got to be a good feeling. I would, I would overuse that. I don't think that's. I think, I don't think that that's the the way to be, Sam. You can't just run from your problems. Well, you, I can if I can turn into this a bat. This is about to take a. This is about to take a plot twist. We're about to no. If I'm immortal, Sam. if I'm immortal, the only thing I'm doing is running from problems because everybody else is gonna die. So <laughs> I guess the. the <laughs> Listen, they say here that there is no real reason for vampires to sleep in coffins. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, they say it's just, like, family tradition. Family tradition. Yeah, like, it's been family passed Family secret down. recipe. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Do you think they make, like, blood dishes? Like, do they have, like, like, like blood margaritas? Sausage? Like, they make blood sausage and stuff? That are, like... Mother, tell me, you please made the the blood jelly Like, if they went to, like, a bar for vampires, you think they would it's have, like... It's my favorite dish you make from Bloodsgiving. Mixed, mixed in with different drinks and stuff? Like, like blood, blood soda? Mally. Carbonated blood? I'm just saying that if you're going to make a blood soda, you need to, um... Get the donor blood from people with low insulin levels. Why have we so not talked about sweet? true blood? Because nobody Did y'all cares watch about True Blood? That. No. no. They had a drink in True Blood. Yeah, but I think it was just blood, wasn't it? No, no, no. It, it was, was fake. Synthetic. It was synthetic blood. It was synthetic blood for vampires. Yeah, so but like... But they came out with a soda, HBO did, and they said it was just a cash grab because the soda was terrible. Well, why didn't they just make it like a cherry Coke? Give us a good soda. I if you're going to make a cash grab... Did y'all know... This is a fun fact that has nothing to do with vampires. Did you know that the entire movie, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, was made... As a giant commercial for Nestle? A, a Wonka bar that they were going to release. But then when the Wonka bars were shipped to the stores, they had all melted. So they never released the Wonka bars anyway. And they changed the name of the movie from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory to Willy Wonka. So that the name of the candy bar was in the title. And then they never sold a single candy bar. Wow. That's cool. Has there... There's never... There's never been... A Wonka bar on a shelf no, in the store. No, they definitely have. Uh, around the time of the the remake, they had they re-released them. Did they? Yeah, they had. It's kind of I've like never a seen. Bar. It was and it was in like it was in one of those plastic wrappers and not like the foil and the paper. It felt really lame. I've never yeah. seen like the just a standard milk chocolate Wonka bar. I've seen like the different flavors and stuff. But I've never seen just a right. standard. It I haven't had, either. It had, that's kind of crisped rice in it. Like yeah, right. that's bar. what I'm talking. Sure. I've seen that. Well, I mean, they they had like a Wonka company with Nestle, right? Do um, yeah, Nestle and the, owns and, the Wonka. And then they had they have like Laffy Taffy bar. nerds. Which I, another thing, I think somebody bought out Laffy Taffy's and nerds. Why? Because they're not labeled Wonka anymore. 
Uh, they probably they probably just lost the right to that name. Dang. Anyway, think, so now think, we're talking do y'all about. Do you think vampires have like blood candy? No, I don't think they have blood candies. I don't think they have blood dishes. I don't think they have blood holidays, Sam. And you want to know why? Because we've all decided they're not real. I was really hoping you would stutter. <laughs> about what? So, huh? but hey, now that we're on candy, Sam, I want you to go ahead and come over here and hold Will down so he can't hurt anybody. I, well, I would also like to say that line was rehearsed. I'm really <laughs> afraid of this next topic because I'm afraid I'm going to break my teeth on my microphone. So, Will has a very strong aversion to a little thing known to Halloween holidays everywhere Drum roll. as trunk or treat. Boom. Also known as trash or treats. So for those of you who don't know, trunk or treats are when people in towns, they don't want kids coming around trick or treat no more. So they go and back their cars up in parking lots at undisclosed locations and or downtown, and they they decorate the trunks of their cars, and little kids just come and just get candy from each trunk. Sam, I just need don't even get, just stay away from your microphone because I've got some things to say, and you're not interrupting wait, me. Wait, wait, here's I Will. I just need to say this. I just need to say That's this. Will, ah, Will stop with the microphone. Mic. That was Sam is a vampire, except he likes microphone wire mesh. <laughs> that was bad. Cut that out, Colin. Anyway, what I'm going to say is this. I understand the impulse for a trunk or treat. You want your kid to be safe. You don't want them to get a razor blade so and an angry. apple, which, by the way, has never happened razor in the history apple. of ever. I understand why you want to do it. You don't want kids running into the street. I get it. He's so angry. I get it. But some of the best times of my life were walking around little old Arlington from house to house trick-or-treating or when I got a little bit older, stationing myself at my house and scaring people who were trick-or-treating or to this day, scaring people who are trick-or-treating. There is nothing more fun than small town trick-or-treating. I don't understand why all of the towns around us are like banding together to get rid of it. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it as an addition to like, yes, have your business-to-business trick-or-treating in the afternoons. Yes, have your trunk-or-treats. But guess what? We are still trick-or-treating. This is America. Dang it. This is America! All right. Well, now Will's off of that. What I think he's trying to say in my in The my police are coming to get me because I just felt my rage. Foot cramp. Wow. I'm having a foot cramp, y'all, and it's bad. So, anyway. Whoa! Oh, my God. <laughs> Sam is having a, a panic attack about his foot cramp. All right, so now we're back. I think Sam's okay with his foot cramp now. It's pulsing, but we should be fine for a little while. So, basically, what I was trying to say is I think in this little small town of Arlington, especially, I know, well, even Sam, even Sam some, like, Halloween, Samsung. Samsung. Oh. Sam, like in Arlington, it was like a rite of passage to make it past like 12 or 13 to where you could start like scaring kids at your house. Because like when you were young, like I went trick or treating, me and my brother and um, even McKay, like we would all go trick or treating. But then like as you get older, like I, we got scared by Will at his house and then we got scared by um, Sam's older brother, Tyler, at his house. And people like uh, D. Simpson or just people like that, like they would always scare us. So we thought it was like a rite of passage. Like you got to trick or treat so many years before you have put in the time to be able to like have a nice setup to scare kids that come and trick or treat. Y'all and scared me. 
Yeah, a and lot. I'm telling you, man, like the most fun I've ever had in my life was setting up on Halloween night just to scare the poo out of kids. Yes. Uh, no, I got a story. Um, actually, let's talk about the most fun thing is to scare the poo out of their parents. Yeah, okay. Well, that's That's true. even better. No, one time, like... Uh, Grown people running down the street... When you drop a spider on their head out of a tree, Leo, it's the best thing that's <laughs> oh, ever. Oh, I didn't do that kind of crap. I would, like, crawl out of the bushes, like, yeah. and I'd have a mask on and, like, a full costume. And I just, I would literally crawl and follow them all the way to their car. <laughs> and they're in the car, like, lock the door, lock the door. You know, and it's just. It's great. It's so, that is the amount of joy that I get from dispensing pure terror right. into the hearts of children makes me so happy. Basically, guys, what we're telling you is if. Your town has done away with trick-or-treating door-to-door. Get your costumed butts to Arlington. Or because start, that's where it's going or down. Start a pitch there are at least three houses. Wait, right. be giving or, out or, candy. Or if your town candy. has banned trick-or-treating, start a pitchfork and torch start an angry rebellion. Mom. I'm curious Whoa. for your story. <laughs> Did you have a story where you came to my house? Uh, I mean, I've didn't you and McKay used to like um, like you couldn't even make it past that first tree in there no. y'all without, without getting the yeah. poop scared out of you. You were getting it. I mean, as soon as you stepped onto the property line, <laughs> yeah, you were getting it. Just <laughs> chaos ensued fear as soon as you stepped just on our property. You. What was the scariest costume you ever had to scare people with? Oh, listen, I we never had like legit. Oh costumes. yeah, no, you wore black and then a mask from it Dollar was, right. No, well, have, well, it was it was like. The best I can describe it was like it's like the biggest, flowiest Grim Reaper like cloak yeah, you could find, and that's it. Like you would just you would find the one that there was one you could always get with a mesh like face guard. That yeah. y'all, so that was, was like, my costume for like three yeah. years in a row. So I gotta tell you guys, I was never. I've, I think I've decided that this year I'm gonna dress up as something gross and scary. But I gotta tell you, I, that's not something I've ever really aspired to. And I have this one picture. And it's of the whole crew. It's of me and Carson Ray and Chandler Ray and Miles Lee getting ready to to do Halloween right uh, on Dogwood Avenue. And I swear to you, one of them has like a bloody hockey mask. One of them has like the scream mask. They're all in camouflage what or black. What were you wearing? I don't what even were you want to say it, y'all. <laughs> I recycled a costume. From a previous engagement in a play. <laughs> what was it? And I was dressed up like the Cowardly Lion. For Halloween? From How the Wizard old of Oz you? to old. I want to age. That way it had to be middle Aww. school because he was in that play in middle school. It had to have been. I was probably 12 or 13. Oh, well, that's. Dude, I was well, a maybe lion. I was, four. I was a lion like when I was like. <laughs> Seven. Y'all, I was tall. So I don't know how young I was, but I look too old. I wasn't lying when I was like three. I was really cute. I, well, we'll have to put the side-by-side comparison pictures right, up. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, so, like, what I would, yeah, what I used to do is I, I have the um, Grim Reaper robe that, like, right. I had one and then that actually was a Grim Reaper costume because I used to have me and my cousin set up, like, this little hayride in our backyard. We would attach a trailer to our lawnmower. And I would pull, I would drive, I'd be driving in the Green Reaper suit. And we'd have like six kids in the trailer. And like they barely yeah. fit in there. We stuff them in there. Kind and we Halloween around here. We drive through the backyard. And like, so I would go all out. Like I would have the whole thing designed. Like I drew it out one year. And like we had, so we had this life size Batman, like a stuffed Batman, like a <laughs> the giant. I mean, yeah. it was bigger yeah. than a human. 
Like if you saw him in your room, like you in the bed, like you would think it was a human. I forgot where Tori got it. I think she got it in New York. I don't remember. Do you remember? You know what I'm talking about? The giant Batman? I do not. Anyway. So, Probably from our prom. Yeah, the prom. Not New York. Um, Guys, anyway. our prom theme was Batman, in case you didn't anyway, know. Anyway, so what, here's what we did. We drew, I put, like, human, like, well, he, I guess he is human. I put pants on it and a shirt, a flannel, and I, my dad tied a noose. Oh, and we gosh. Hung it, we hung it in the backyard, right? That's the first thing you see as we're driving through the backyard. And then we had my cousin, the, um, the first, so our, our backyard's like a square. The first... So we would have my cousin Grayson by the hanging man, and he would he'd be dressed as well, usually what it would be was he would just wear a mask and like a bloodied shirt and like uh-huh. torn jeans and stuff. I think one year he's a werewolf. And then um, we would keep going down. And then the 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 second corner was my cousin Max. Was my he was my he was he would have like a cloak on. He would have he would get like the scariest mask you could ever find. Like one year he was um that clown from American Horror Story. And he had like a he had like a a seventy five dollar mask, and it was the most terrifying twisty? thing. Twisty, yes, he, twisty. And then, um, and one year he was some like scarecrow looking creature, and then you keep going, and there there would there wouldn't be anything in that next corner. But then you go up, and we have a shed back there, and we um I think the first year we were gonna make Annabelle like a scary witch, but then she came dressed as Annabelle the doll. Oh no! Oh. My, and she would That's scream terrifying. at him. She would just go up to him, and she would like walk like a doll, and then she would just like run at him and like screech this god awful oh. scream. And you know they would they are like these are like little kids that we that their oh, parents about. have we let us to- take into our backyard in a trailer attached to the lawnmower with a shady guy driving it. Like I'm just, I'm a tall skinny dude in a Grim Reaper outfit, and like they were they were scared <laughs> of me. Like, they couldn't see my face. They were like, they wouldn't look at me. They trusted me to drive them, but they would get terrified of me. And then, like, and, like, we just drive down the road, and they would, like, they couldn't run. Yeah. They're just, and we're just scooting along. So I wasn't going fast. You know, the lawnmower was really slow. Also, I didn't mean to talk about this for five minutes, but I thought it was a very entertaining story. But listen, we, um, we did it for three years. Like, it was not. Like in Arlington, like there was no limits on. Like I think the uh-uh. one thing my parents said was like, if they're like in a, if they're like in like a care, like I'm talking about like a a five month old baby, maybe not scare that, but like there were no limits. I yeah. have seen Sherry Newberry chase a like like a three year old, six year old. Down three city blocks, dressed up as a green warty witch, Arlington. cackling. Oh, listen, these are Arlington city well, like, blocks. Like, this is like it, crazy. It, guys. Uh, my mom and my dad, whenever I would, I, cause I, I'm the only one there, so I dress up. Me and my dad sometimes do it together. Yeah, but um, like the only people that like I cannot scare, like little babies, and then like the children of people we know. Like, oh, like, I didn't care, man. Well, what? Here's one of the funniest people. One of the funniest kids we scared, and McKay will attest to this. Um, I don't know why this kid was dressed up like this, but one year this kid came and he was dressed up like a piano. I don't know what he was trying to be, <laughs> but he had on like a black onesie, the best I can describe, and there was like a piano in a full circle around him. Like it was like a piano, but it was like. A ring of, it was like a, a ring of Saturn around this kid. Yeah, and it was those, a that's a real instrument. So anyway, that's what he was for Halloween, and we scared him so hard he cried in the back of his mom's car, and it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't stop until they cry. Mm, yeah, 
I mean, I'm talking. Like they listen. run to their mom's car, then they will get in the car, and I will go up to the window, and I will see the tears coming down their eyes. I, and I'm like, I, I really prefer scaring the adults. I think that's funnier. I don't know about that. Well, I get the adults. It's usually no, it's like, a combo I'm deal. I'm telling me. you, like, uh, if there's a grown person who will not cross the sidewalk and come anywhere near our house because of an experience they've had the year before, I think right? That is yeah, that, that was always funny. Well, it's like the now kids come up to our house and like, is this where the hayride was last year? I'm like, right. yeah. I also yeah. will say, well, my cousins dressed, are in college now, so we don't do it anymore. I tr- I committed really hard one year, guys, to psyching out my family because I dressed up like an old man, but nobody knew it. And I ran out of the back door of my house without anybody seeing me. I ran around like three blocks, went down to another, the opposite side of the street from my house, and used a walker to walk all the way to my house. And when I got in front of my house, I fell down and acted like I couldn't get up. And I was like, I'm about to get them. None of them know it's me. Every single one of them figured it out. Nobody came to help that poor little old man. What if it had been a poor little old man? Well, it wasn't. All I'm saying, guys, is in Arlington, we do Halloween right. So come on down and see us. And it still goes on? This podcast has been sponsored by the Arlington Halloween Council. Yeah, it still goes on. It, the times change depending on, like, if it's what a weekday day, or whatever. Yeah. But, like, yes, Arlington yes. is popping on Halloween. Weekends, it's big. Like, if it's on a weekend. It's big. This it's, year, Friday, it's on a Saturday this year. Friday, Saturday. No, no it's on Thursday. Yeah, but it's still going to be a good day because the next yeah. day is Friday. That's true. But we'll, like, we'll, we'll be handing out candy at the house while we're recording the podcast. You guys definitely have to come visit us yeah. for sure. But anyway, one of my other good stories is that whenever uh, – Will, when did you do these Halloween parties? So I started, I think it was in the fifth grade, having Halloween parties for my class. And we did it all the way up until I was a a senior. Um, But we would always, like, it started out in the backyard. One year we had, like, music and hay bales and we danced. But then, like, it really became a thing when we started doing the outdoor movies. That was our our bread um, and butter. Just to get some geography, Will's childhood home he grew up in is in the center of town (laughs) is in the center of town and next to that house is the house that mckay grew up in and so we would always you know do our trick-or-treating or or do our scaring and then we'd go to mckay's house and like you know like uh like see what kind of loot we had scrounged up that night or like you know figure it figure out where we're standing but me and mckay also did this weird thing when we were young like we loved like sneaking out of his house and like just just destroying the town like we would just go all around town and we would climb the buildings in the middle of town and we would break windows i'm not gonna say where because i'm not gonna incriminate myself but uh betty knows where well some people do but that's neither here nor there but anyway so we'd break out of mckay's house at night and like we started noticing the every every year all around the halloween things were bumping at the murdoch household so we were like we got to get in on this action. So we would come out of McKay's back door with like little flashlights and we would army crawl from McKay's fence to Will's um, chain link fence and whatever movie they were watching, we would just sit there and watch it all night. And we would even like, because for some reason at McKay's house, they always had little like mini Slim Jims and they also had like the, uh, you know, the glass cases or, or the glass jars of peanuts. Yes. We would get the glass jars of peanuts and Slim Jims, army crawl to Will's house, and just, like, sit there and, like... How old were y'all? I probably, like, from... When did you say you started them? Fifth grade. So I would have been, like, 
third or fourth grade. Probably also, third guys, grade. like some. Okay, so these movies started out being like Hocus Pocus and like family friendly oh, no, stuff. But, they got, but then we got like into like they the were high schoolers, right? And like. <sighs> Like so, young, poor, impressionable Colin and McKay probably saw a man be pulled apart by two semi trucks. Yeah. So that was that, that was, was great. Tori, made, Tori and Abby made me watch that last year at the beach. Wow, they said it was very scary. It didn't really it's work. not a very good movie. It's not, no, it's not. No, no. Yeah. I prefer the horror movies of the seventies, but we'll talk about that on another episode. Yeah, that, that's, that's a gonna, whole that's thing. Gotta be itself. That's movies gotta be are coming later. Yeah. So, uh, but what I'm trying to get out, my final thoughts would be like Arlington really has a good, like, history and tradition when it comes to, like, good, like, trick-or-treating. Because, like, we had a lot of houses that would scare people, and we had a lot of houses that gave out really good candy. Um, and Betty Murdoch is still the queen of Halloween down on Dogwood Avenue. The She's queen. always going to be dressed Halloween up as a gypsy, queen. y'all. It's never going to be anything else, I promise you. Yeah, well, so if you want to come have your fortunes read, she doesn't do that, but she'll be dressed like a gypsy anyway. Oh, and there'll, there'll probably be a spider strung up in that tree. Yeah, their, there will, their decorations were always... Uh, that was always one of my favorite houses to stop at. To, uh, so, final words, Sam. Final words, Sam. Enjoy Halloween as much as you can. Don't matter how old you are. If you want to go trick or treating, go trick or treating. You know, my thing is going to be this, and this is something I'm going to do this year, guys. I am going to put some thought into what I'm going to do on Halloween. I'm going to put some thought into my decorations, and I'm going to plan out this costume starting today. I'm not going to let Halloween sneak up on me this year. We're going full out, and we're going to have a good time. Yeah. Yeah, so y'all come out and support us. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, one last thing I want to say, too, while we're on the podcast, um, uh, we're doing a little thing called Swamp Gravy Behind Closed Doors right now, um, and it's happening every weekend in October. Um, so it's Fridays and Saturdays in October. Um, on Fridays, it's at 7. At 7.30. 30, and, Saturdays and on Saturdays, it's 2 and 6. Tickets are how much? Tickets are $22 unless you have a group of 20 or more, in which case they drop down to $20, now, now guys. Co- uh, now, Will and Colin, where can I find tickets? You can give us a call at one two two nine seven five eight five four five zero. What if I don't have a phone? Or, or what if I just have a computer? Or with an you can internet go to www.swampgravy.com, now, and we can hook you up with those tickets now, online. if I'm under the age of 18, do I need a parent's permission? Um, no, Swamp Gravy no, is dude. great for everybody. Wow. <laughs> now, if you're a baby, it's probably not for you. So let's so be crawl honest, guys. Your way home. <laughs> it's a really good show. We got three more weekends left. That'll be this weekend, next weekend, and, and if the you can't make it next. in October, we do it again in March. I don't right. believe that for the next three weekends they can't make any of these shows. Well, you never know. Like, what if they live in? What if they're a vampire that lives in Alaska? Sam, everybody knows vampires don't live in Alaska. So, uh, guys, thanks for listening to the Orange Couch Podcast uh, this week. Um, It has been a romp and a rave and a riot. And we will see you back next week when we talk about werewolves. Watch your back and your neck.